My name is Mr. Jingle. Welcome to another episode of the Paul and Darwin Show. This show is a flagrant display of an intellectual void, or in other words, it's the dumbest program ever recorded. The two old men are both in a summer mood. Martinis, palm trees in the wind, a slight breeze is moving the beach house, shutters, the sound of the ocean. All this has affected their intellectual activity, which now functions at the bare minimum. However, this show is quite special, because the second half, which has been recorded today, sees a miraculous renaissance of brilliance. Therefore, this is quite a long show, but extremely worthwhile. Although it may seem that our show hosts talk about irrelevant things, most of the stories are parables that can compete with any sacred scripture in depth and meaning. So listen carefully, because it's never too late to learn something new and discover the meaning of life. All free of charge, and with taxes included by Google. I, as a Mr. Jingle, would like to express my sincere admiration to these kings of entertainment for their immense generosity, compassion and shameless exposure of truth in these difficult times. Humanity's lost, but Paul and Owen offer a modest little anchor in the sea of bewilderment with this chat show. Unafraid they are of exposing the banalities of our existence with courage and devotion, making the world a better place and totally ready to receive the Nobel Prize or any other reward that can be pinned to a lapel. like a complete wall in seven or eight seconds like running up a wall it's like watching spider-man <laughs> right <laughs> just, well just thought i'd tell you that yeah it's quite extraordinary i've never seen anything quite like this in a sports context you know yeah well, i think it's like it's a little metaphor in here i think for humanity because we, i think we all are hitting a wall um, somehow <laughs> so if you if you can run up you know that wall in seven seconds under, maybe that's a bonus yeah yeah it's probably yeah. It's, it's something you know it's a start it's, it's, quite, uh, it's quite addictive I've been watching it for the last half an hour yeah well I tell you what I was watching I was watching um, you know since I'm um, avoiding all the news or anything negative oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Um, totally hooked into the algorithms of YouTube and uh, I I was seeing uh, great Oscar performances uh, from, uh, I don't know what, 1970 to 1999 or something. And uh, all these, you know, <laughs> it's all a little out of focus and it's all, yeah. the, the colors are a little off and uh, and the hairdos are amazing and uh, well, the suits as well, you know, even for men, little little less than for women, but men, you know, at those in the 70s, those huge glasses, you know, yeah, yeah. so Gary yeah. Cooper and all these old actors that came up that were wearing like, like huge, gigantic glasses. But anyway, what, what I was thinking... Is, is I would I would have loved for us to be up there on stage, you know, and receive our Oscar nomination, Oscars. winning actually for yeah. this extraordinary show that uh, well, we are I, producing. I, I didn't reply to the letter when we were invited. Oh dear! I just thought 
and it's summer and you know and summer, yeah. yeah and oh the other thing no no there's something actually breathtakingly important I um, yeah. yes I hope you're sitting down um, yeah. I bought this software that's called Metasynth this is highly expensive I think for software but uh, it's an amazing right. thing it's it's the um, uh, music uh, program that they use to for the, the soundtracks of uh, Matrix and films like that and it's an amazing uh, instrument to create sounds out of nothing and and the modulation is just just awesome it's highly complicated of course but uh, you know I'm digging into it with uh, explanatory videos on YouTube and trying to make sense out of it all and uh, yeah that's about it <laughs> oh, right. Well, oh, I'm, a, I'm a completely different good thing this week. Nice. So it's kind of harvest time in the garden. Uh-huh. And the food, oh, it's so wonderful just to go and pick food and eat it straight away. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know? Oh, I just love it. And it's just that last couple of weeks it started to get really abundant and hmm. everything's full on now in fact it's at the point where I'm going to have to start to think about how to you know, pickle and bottle and boil and store it for the winter because we've got so much it's going to disappear into the dog's dinners or something otherwise yeah um, so, so but it's oh delicious you know just so lovely to eat fresh new potatoes and mm. peas and carrots nothing special you know Oh, oh yeah, we grew these in the new greenhouse. This is the first year with the greenhouse. So I grew tomatoes in the greenhouse that have gone crazy. And uh, I've got these black tomatoes, which are just delicious. Mm -hmm. I've never seen them before. Um, They look like they're kind of purpley black. Yeah, they sell them here. They, they, they're called Kumo, I think, or... Yeah, and they're so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to top it all, I've also grown um, uh, pink oyster mushrooms. Ooh, that, that, that sparks my which interest. Are seriously groovy-looking things, yeah. Pink mushrooms. So I planted them about a month and a half ago mm-hmm. in, in some sawdust and straw. And I've been spraying them every day really carefully. With what? And then one day, one day with water. Okay. And then one day I decided that this was a bit too soft an approach. And I sprayed it with a big power hose and it knocked the box over. And blow me if not, the next day the mushrooms started to grow out. So it's almost like they got kick-started. Oh. And then they were, so we picked them for tonight. I'm going to eat them tonight. 
five or six tons at least. But aren't, aren't the roots um, as, as, as deep as the, the, the trees tall? Is there, is there something like that? Or like a, no, like a no, balance? I think they are on the pines. I think they're fairly light on the surface. Oh, right. They spread across the surface. Ah, they true, true. Yeah, they're not very deep. Hmm. But they're not deep because they blow over quite easily. Yeah. You see a lot of them on the edges of the big forests. The yeah. wind catches them and they tip over. Um, the Dutch, the Dutch have a have a saying that 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 is it's very simple. It says, uh, "In the high trees, uh, catch a lot of wind." <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor, Paul. It's a metaphor. So that means that that when you're really clever, you know, you're like you're a little bit like a high tree. So so people get at you. You know what I mean? Or, or when you're very, that's that's the idea behind I it. It's one of those sort of misquoted ones, like you know, um, you can't you can't see the wood for the cows. Yeah, oh, right. and then everybody oh, starts right. thinking, and it becomes actually much deeper than it originally was intended, yeah. because nobody oh, nobody really yeah. gets it. But that's what happened when I read the the, the Bhagavad Gita for the first uh-huh. time. I th- when I was fourteen or something, I thought, well, wow, where's the wisdom? I couldn't, I didn't get anything of it, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> really nothing. I just kept reading, oh, think, where is it? What, what, what is this about? You know, it's all, all these riddles and, you know, Buddha, mm-hmm. Buddha is the hay and the, that kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I you was can kind of disappear into the ether sometimes, all of these deep and philosophical and meaningful things. Mm. I think. We're lost. Especially today, I, I think, I wonder, with us. You know, the other thing I wonder a little bit, in, in, the, in the fluctuations of the year, you know, I find the summer is a lot lighter in my head. I'm really sure it's to do the weather and the walks, mm. but... There's not as much dwelling on things going on, but possibly because it's just such a busy time, you know? Because there's so much to do in getting things ready for the winter, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah, speak for yourself. Maybe I mean, uh, here, in, here in Spain, here in Spain, it's all about lounge chairs and, and martinis, you know, in summer. So uh, wake up at uh, 9.30 and then... It's sophisticated though in Spain. No, it's not sophisticated. Well, no, it all depends on the house. I mean, it could be beer and uh, yeah. and, and, and sausage. Yeah. You know, it depends yeah. on uh, what you like. That sounds more like my house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we're so perfectly in balance. Now, speaking of which, yeah. tonight I get these people over, actually, it's an, an English couple and that uh, I, I sort of vaguely know. Well, vaguely, yeah. I've, I've seen them every now and then and they live around here and they've never invited me to their home and I think they never will. But uh, they, they were sort of friends of friends and, and, and you know, they come up with, yeah, I would love to see a house because maybe that kind of a house, because they have this farm outside of the village and uh, they're yeah. getting really old and so the thinking of getting something smaller and low maintenance and blah 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 which is my beautiful lifestyle low maintenance yeah, and uh, so they yeah, wanted to yeah. see the house and I you know and since I haven't been in the giving mood for at least two months but today it was so I thought well why not you know skip them over he's very he's a nice guy he's an ex-military yeah, yeah. but she's um, an unscrutable is that a word Yeah, can't yeah. can't get really you know I won't mention her name in case they they, they end up listening to this program, but uh, I don't know what to do with her. She she barely says hello and, and does not talk. 
it's not tell her to listen to the program and then she can maybe hear, hate me hear this, uh, forever hear this observation of her oh true no that's true may, may, yeah an, an indirect sort of a psychoanalytical moment a fleeting fleeting exactly. moment of insight yeah so I don't know what to do with her I don't know if she's nice or not nice it's just completely indifferent and uh, anyway they're coming over with another couple and um, so I'm in the receiving mode which means um, my six monthly vacuum cleaning and um, the host with the most <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I asked yeah. this uh, the, the bar, the local bar, to to bake a tortilla, you know, which is uh, which is oh, the typical God. Spanish thing with yeah. the eggs and uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so for nine bucks I have like like food for six people and I bought some ham and uh, and olives, wow. olives and like cheese. Oh, it is a feast! It is it is a marvelous cocktail. Yeah, and all they come is to have a nosy at your house and you're feeding them and everything. I'm feeding them absolutely everything. Yeah, and champagne That's and there's red wine. Incident, there will be soft music playing outside, like a chill hip hop, jazz. Yeah. You know, it's smooth. Everything is lovely. The light, the candles lit. I don't know why I do it, but it's probably because I haven't Jeez. lit the garden since since last year, actually. Yeah, yeah. Since last year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, it's anyway. nice to do. Yeah, it puts you in a sort of different mood for the place. Well, that's the know? thing, you know, and it, and it obliges me. To, it's not that I'm a dirty, dirty person at all. Uh, no, no, my house is quite no, clean. No, I regularly ring you and you're hoovering. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. <laughs> well, well, well if you mean regular, twice you're a hoovering. year. You're making a coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I have a coffee, actually. Uh, yeah, so... So yeah, there. So, so there's a, the the party. There's a party tonight, mm-hmm. and um, let's get on with it. And uh, and that's it. And that's and I have nothing really much more to say. I'm I'm uh, sort of wondering about what you said about that we are more like light and fluffy in summer and deep and profound in winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What know. It is really. Maybe there's more time in the winter because it's colder and you've yeah. got longer days. The days seem longer. The days seem to fly past at the moment. I got up at 5 a.m. this morning and there was a mist. Wow. From, it comes in over the, from the sea mm-hmm. and then it disappears again. And uh, it came in and I watched it come across the fields. It was like creeping across the fields wow. towards the house. And it went, right around the house and then went past us by 6.30 it had gone again and then the day began and you could see the sky and everything and it's been blue sky all day oh nice a little bit of this wind so it's very nice so anyway I was out I've been in the backyard putting the seat in the sauna that I'm building Mm -hmm. and um well, talk about the luxury home. Excuse me. I mean, you have barns, yeah, you have yeah. work sheds, uh, the yeah. guest houses, uh, the sauna coming up, um, yeah. Yeah. greenhouses. Right. Yeah. The only challenge with the sauna that I haven't, I hadn't really thought about, and now it's starting to worry me, is I, I earmarked an old um, stove to put in it. You know, just a wood-burning stove that will mm-hmm. then have these volcanic rocks on the top that you throw water on. Right. Which is fine, you know, it's going to, that, that will work. However, I think the kilowatt output of the stove is in excessively higher than the space that the sauna occupies, hmm. which makes it, like... It's probably super, super hot. Like a barbecue. No, that's, that's fine. I mean, it's a sauna. However, there is one minor 
technical fault potentially and that is that quite a lot of the sauna I've used um, you know that really thick um, greenhouse plastic it's like, a, it's like four layers of pocketed air in it and it's incredibly high level insulation yeah. it's really strong it's 200 times stronger than glass you can walk on it it's really strong stuff. but it will melt but anyway I built it with this and my worry is it might melt <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. So I'm going to fire up a fire in this thing as soon mm. as I get the whole cut in the wall and not get chimney out of it and just see quite what happens just in the spirit of inquiry. Well, you should, you should invite some guinea pigs for the first session, people you really don't like. And <laughs> you, don't like. Yeah, you can put your visitors in. <laughs> in the ice lake where's the ice lake oh I've got to build one oh alright I haven't actually got one built yet I'm going to build one on the end of the deck oh, so you but, jump but it out is, the sauna and you go straight across the deck to where the tree is and it's going to hold a big bucket and it falls all over you oh a bucket well some kind of water capture thing yeah Right, but it's in it's in the planning though. You you've been thinking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the, it's okay. in the yeah, right. there, there is method Just mentioning. in the madness. Right. There, there is there is method in the madness. I mean, I'm very pleased with the design. It's great. I love it. Hmm. I, I, I copied this thing that was a winning a winning award winning thing in the Yarra River in Australia mm-hmm. that they did as a, as a community sauna right and I saw the picture of it and I thought oh I'll do something like that that's it I want it yeah pardon yeah so you you yeah. you you copied that thing from Australia yeah that, well, that shows an international URL and sort of worked out some dimensions roughly to the same designs so, well I don't know if it's the same size, but well, we'll talk again when it's uh, when it's functioning and uh, if there's no death and uh, you know and, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it keeps my um, it kind of keeps my um, what they call it um, attention of COVID. Yeah, it keeps me busy. You know, it's just yeah. days of days and days of just doing things that have no bearing on anything other than building a sauna. You know? Well, it's the story of our program, I, I think. You know, I mean, yeah. our listeners have been able to uh, to follow all your building now from from almost a year and a half, which is wonderful, yeah. and it never stops, yeah, yeah. and it never will. Is, is yeah, living conditions are improving. As next say. next plan is a is a is a bridge to to Extremadura. Uh, over the yeah. uh, the North Sea, so that we can uh, I can drive my car right up to your garden and then jump in the sauna. Your teleportation system—that would be good. <laughs> that would not be bad. Yeah, that would be better. Well, 
anyway, so uh, yeah, well, obviously this this is yet another program where nothing was planned, and uh, which is pretty obvious. And uh, yeah, I started the painting yesterday, by the way, just before we go. Yeah, so huge big canvas. You started uh, painting. Yeah, yeah. So I set Good. it all up, and it was it, it's as gloomy as I felt yesterday. It's totally dark and obscure, but you know I'll lighten it up because I want to do something. Um, there's a project with a gallery that might happen for Arabia and they want paintings that have a very clear relationship with the environment which is a total bore but then I sort of you know gave it a little twist and I thought I'm going to paint some eagles that are attached to uh, a junk scrap you know like old refrigerators and things yeah. and then and, and flying yeah. over mountains of uh, of 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 electronic electrical crap so that was the idea so I painted I've, I normally start with the background so there's no eagles or anything it's just the background and it's really gloomy and dark it's so dark. Uh, yeah so we'll have to see what um, but out of this will come the eagles yeah the eagles and some beauty and maybe some uh, lovely yeah. Good. puffy clouds but uh, so yeah. yeah how long do they take to paint well, it depends on the size of the, and, and, and on. Yeah. Well, the last big painting I did was the one that I started during COVID. It took me like a year to finish it. But you know, work. Sometimes well, I don't work at all in the day, and some yeah. other couple of hours. Do you ever have an assistant? No. No, I so never it's had not an like assistant. Or, oh, I should. Know. Well, that's that, that's what I mean. You know, but where's the Oscar? But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a story of my life. I'm a one, I'm a one man's orchestra. You know that, that yeah, I go yeah. from vacuum cleaning to making art, and then exploring new sound applications, it's, and uh, have a little kind of a, window yeah, wipe. Kind of the, what do they call it? The, the, the um, oh, there's a word. There's a special word to describe it. Um, Oh, what do you mean, a human one-man show? Insane, this is now. It's where you're able to do multiple things in, in incredible detail. Yeah. And exceptionally well. You know, like, it's like almost being a savant, but it's not the word. No, or genius. Come to me. Hmm. Polymath. Oh, polymath. Yes, of course. Polymath. Oh, that's it. That's there me. That's it. There you go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, yeah. The problem, of course, is that I would have thought that at the Oscars, mm -hmm. they're very defined. So they don't have a category for polymaths. They'll have, like, best actor and best music and best this and best that. They true, true. But I know that if we suggested it. You know, we're into holistic approaches to these things. No, but now that we've mentioned it on our show, you know, I'm sure to take note. And so we'll, we'll be the first winners then because, you know, it's the new category and uh, we're such uh, such an example, really, yeah, I yeah, think. You know, you, Did Sharon Stone ever win an, an Oscar? No idea. What, what's why Sharon Stone? Well, you know, we had her in the early program when she came over and she. Oh, true! And she helped you building a stone wall. Yeah. Yeah, dry yeah. stone walling. Yeah. Sharon, Sharon, dry stone wall. <laughs> I just wondered whether you know whether she. Yeah, for the for the for, the, for, for the, the crossing of legs in uh, the famous crossing of legs in the uh, the ice pick movie that I forgot the title about. That's right. Yeah, that I yeah. never saw actually, uh, apart from the scene only. I don't think she got an Oscar for that. No, I don't think so. 
<laughs> well, anyway, so we're uh, 25 minutes in the show. It's wonderful. We've done it again, mm. and um, I would like to use this. 25 minutes. I know. Yeah, I have it on my little, little um, on my little screen. I can see it. My professional studio. So uh, yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah, I better go and tidy all my toolkit out. Yeah, and I go hoovering uh, the, the the rugs and the carpets and uh, have a little swipe at the windows and uh, and get the, uh, uh, the well actually the yeah, I, I might even get the fire built. Fire actually, really? Is it that cold in Scotland already? Oh, for the sauna. Oh. Hey, by the way, just I'm before you go. I'm quite excited to see about it working. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious also about mm, will it melt or not. But um, I was wondering, did, did you question? Do you also notice? I always no, notice every year that when it's sort of the end of the summer, there's there's this first day when you can actually smell autumn. Yeah, it's already come. Oh, you have had it already. We've had it already. We had it two days ago. Oh my God! It was a distinct change in the weather in the evenings from right. from, from the day weather, and it wasn't that you could, you know, it wasn't that it wasn't nice temperature still, but it was just a different um, feel, and it got much colder in the nighttime. Isn't that fascinating? Hmm. Really, really quickly, and in the, the trees have got it because the leaves on the edges of the trees are going. Ah! And it's only August. It's only the start of August, but we haven't had rain for nearly three months. That's very strange. In any volume. Well, it you fell from it, it fell from dry. it fell somewhere else, you know. But yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's very, very dry. And it's, it's on the news, by the way, the, the, the places where it did fall down and uh, a little oh. bit too much. Yeah, so... Oh, oh right. <laughs> oh, I won't go any further. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't really do the news. It's not my thing. No, it's, it's, I just get the, uh, the, 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 the videos because you know, every now and then yeah. I get hooked into this video that said the worst uh, draw, drought or the, or the worst flooding in, in a century you know with those clickbait titles that, that oh, right. make you click yeah, onto them yeah. so you click once and then you, then, then that's it you get them then all you're down a rabbit hole yeah actually I, I realized yeah. I was watching one and then I, re- I, saw, I, I read the comments and it actually was completely fake which is also interesting <laughs> because they use like you know Vietnam in 1973 and all of a sudden it's like oh my god you know this has happened two hours ago and it's all fake it's just amazing what's going on just to drag you so, into looking at yeah something. nobody knows what's real anymore and uh, which is maybe a good thing so I don't know well yeah I mean we build this illusion yeah. we do it all the time in our program well, like definitely part of the yes. part of the um, cheerful old the man opportunity for people to disengage from their momentary lives and and and, and wallow in the in the beauty of the lives of others. Yes, in this case, ours. Yes, our perfect, <laughs> our perfect existence our perfect on this days. little yeah islands of happiness yeah. and beauty yeah. and serenity. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a great end of the show. Yeah, with on this. That note, uh, that's a lovely finish. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> it certainly is. Tranquil music. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll get all put Pour the glass of yes, martini. Ready martini. For the night. Get your little olive in the glass and enjoy the martini next to your swimming pool. And just pretend nothing is wrong, everything is fine. And you'll live forever and you'll be rich and famous. You have all the money you want. You can buy a boat, a yacht, jewelry for your wife, 
and the children will be happy and forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> we will now proceed to the second half of this show. Um, hello. Speakers on. Let's see the microphone. Sound check. One, two, three. Ten, nine, eight. Yeah, speak some more. Tennis, tennis, tennis. Yeah, that's it. We're recording. Good sound. Everything is in place. Yeah. Well, so tell me all about it. I knew, I knew this was the moment for recording because I heard it in your voice. Yeah, I thought there's, there's two things in the day to it of, of, of practical and um, observational interest. First one, I, over the last few days, I've been trying to build silence. Numerous YouTube oh. videos. Can you hear me? Well, yeah, now I can. But you were trying to build what? A rocket stove. Ah, yeah, yeah, the rocket stove. So, so the rocket stove is may not be aware of them, they are fairly common. Um, it's just a very efficient way of burning things, wood mainly, and in my case, um, to get considerable amounts of heat to go onto a copper coil, in this case, which mm -hmm. then heats up water that mm -hmm. goes into the hot tub. So there is a practical purpose beyond just burning wood for the sake of it. Clearly. Anyway, to cut a very, very long, boring story short, I watched probably 25 different videos on how to build a rocket stove, many of which were actually nothing to do with rocket stoves. They were all to do with how to build a fire. But the ones that were building rocket stoves weren't actually giving you the kind of technical detail you needed in order to know the, 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 the dimensions of the combustion chamber hmm. and the air intake. And if you get that right, you don't get a rocket effect and the rocket effect is when it sort of goes and it burns oh wow and no idea that that, that that even existed efficient burner without any smoke without any smoke at all it, it double burns the material so it's like, it's like a turbo it's sort very of thing good. Hmm. yeah it's very very good so you have a burning combustion piece it goes underneath into a central bit where it heats mm -hmm. up the water and then the heat, the hot air then, and smoke then goes into a second chamber and effectively the second phase burn and then it goes off out of the pipe at the end and all you really get at the other end is a bit of steam. I don't know if you, so sorry to interrupt you, but I don't know if you mentioned it, that all this is, is in order to heat uh, the sauna that you have recently built, isn't it? This, well, the sauna and the hot tub. Oh, the hot tub, yeah, okay. It's, it's so mainly the hot tub jewel. because all right. I wasn't happy with the original design of the hot tub heater. Uh -huh. So I've been messing about with it. But of course, in, as ever, when you start tinkering with something, you make it 10 times worse than when you started, hmm. of which there is the object lesson. Right. You know, should you leave things if they're reasonably efficient, or should you try and optimize them and maximize them out so that they become hyper efficient, but in the process, waste just waste a week, which is kind of what I've done. Right. I'm trying to get this thing to work. So, so there's the first thing. So you and maximized it and, and it, it's maximized oh. now? Mm, yeah, I 
I think I've got it now. I think I've right. worked it out. So that it's on at the moment and it's working really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the feed chamber for this, the material to burn, the combusting material, isn't quite working because it's not falling down enough into the thing without me being there to shove it, which is not great because in order to heat the hot tub, which is a thousand liters, it takes probably eight hours of burning. Eight hours? To get it. before you can get a bath well it shouldn't take that long but it does at the moment so it's not quite there yet Yeah, (laughs) and it's actually a waste of day to sit in a hot tub for 20 minutes so you know I I, I feel that there's a certain degree of misbalance going on in terms of effort yeah I think it's it's time maybe for a little reality check and a little analysis (laughs) of uh, if there's any any, you know profound metaphors uh, hidden in within these uh, recent actions because what comes to mind you know um, you live like in a situation it's all very ecological and it's up there in the north and it's uh, on, on production yeah. of plants and vegetables and, and, and sort of more well, and meat maybe not but dairy do you do dairy at all? Well, anyway, yeah, a little, bit. A little yeah. bit of dairy. See, I know it. And um, so it's all just, just yeah. oriented so towards... Are, so no, 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 I'm not finished. Come on, it's my turn now. Just simply... Uh, I mean, in an, oh, I've only got two bits of story to tell you, and then, it, then, it, then, then the rest then, of the then show... Let me, no, it's not. Oh, no, no. On, yeah. I just have to get into, get into this. Um, because yeah. it sounds like you're almost almost self-sufficient up there in the uh, in the highlands <laughs> which is lovely which is actually I'm sort of no, a little little not jealous but you know envious of the situation because it's uh, the, the perfect way of living but what I find fun is that that you're dedicating an enormous amount of time to things that are actually quite frivolous because to have a hot tub yeah. is, is not exactly survival um, build you know what I mean oh but it is if it's cold you see ah there you go if so, you've but been th- in the garden all day and you need to get your bones back into some kind of heated order this is a really good thing to do uh-huh. there you go it's health health wise it's great yeah. likewise the sauna Right, okay, so good. So, so it's not. Which our Finnish listeners would be able to certainly endorse. Yeah. Know, as, no, but I mean. As a means of cleanliness and also yeah. for the health. For the health. Yeah, no, no, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good, that's good. So, of course, this all would come with, with uh, the, the $50 million mansion in, in Las Vegas, yeah. you know, that, that comes with the hot tub and stuff, but you're building it all, but not because you're yeah. a, a multi billionaire, but because you need it for the bones, for your bones yeah yeah good yeah. all it's right a completely practical um use yes at now, the end of it let's go to it's number two getting there is hard so your your right. story yeah no that's it oh you mean well all oh, right no, so, right. I thought so you had the second thing right yeah, the second, second thing, thing there you go bring in it on. case yes is um just just the simple thing of this morning i was I was looking out of the window at about 20 past eight, drinking my coffee. Mm-hmm. Which and I'm doing I now. saw a wasp yeah. on the other side of the window. Oh, interesting. Wasp. Yeah. Now, I haven't got a lot of time for wasps. You know, they're, they're, they tend to just be annoying and... Uh, yes, they are. And vicious. I've <laughs> mm-hmm. never really seen a wasp as a friend. However, it was one of those little moments that took me aback because this wasp was sitting in the sunshine quite deliberately in the sunshine because you could see it mm-hmm. like using the sun to warm itself up 
And then it started cleaning itself. And it went through this amazing cleaning re regime mm -hmm. of, of doing its little feelers on the front of its head. And then it washed its eyes. And, and then it, it kind of worked its way down its body and wrinkled as it did it. And do you know what, Alwyn? I watched this thing for like 15 minutes. It was just amazing. It was like a little dance. It was beautiful. And then it stretched out again in the sunshine and then went off to do its day with day's work. And, and it... I don't know. It just it just touched me. I was thinking about things like my chickens who sit in the garden and do their chicken yoga mm -hmm. when it's sunny and stretch out, and, and um, it was just a chance to have a just a, a chance encounter with a little creep, 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 creep creature. It was just very pleasant, you know. Yeah. It was just some, a moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know what to, to make of it other than it was just a rather nice thing to see. I suppose it's probable that um, all animals do this in various ways. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look at flies. I mean, they, they land, they land on on the on the ham on your kitchen table, and they uh, they, they eat it, and then they sit somewhere and they start to uh, clean themselves as well. You know, the, the typical fly cleaning yeah. with the paws, which is when I get my uh, how do you call that my weapon out and and, and fly swatter. Yeah, fly swatter, and I swat <laughs> them to death. You know, because I know them and go come on to do. You know, I'm I'm doing my toilet, which is boom, and then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah, by the yeah, way, it's so yeah. funny, you know, this, the, the, there is, you know, despite the fact that our conversations may sound trivial, but they're not, they never, they never are, because the fact that you mentioned even a wasp is because yesterday I got stung by one. I was having a coffee in yesterday morning, truly, true, true story, true story. Yes, yeah. and I didn't do anything wrong, I was kind, you know, I have them in, 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 in the garden, a lot of them, because I have a huge yeah. fig tree, and the fig trees now in August are coming to, uh, what do you call it, to disclosure, and they love sugar, so they're all over the place. Yeah. But I don't mind, you know, they normally don't sting me, even when I go into the pool, they're all not, I'm surrounded by wasps, but I have this uh, theory that if you behave quietly and nicely, they won't... Don't they get a bit stoned on it the sugar oh maybe there's something I think it might be a little later in the season the, the sugar kind of ferments a bit in the, in the fruit and the fruits become more yeah almost alcoholic and that then, the, then they get really really Bitchy. Pissed and start to get noise people very easy. Yeah. Right. But then they, anyway, yesterday I was having a coffee. Yeah, were you the... okay though? Because they can give, give you a really nasty reaction. Well, here I am. Here I and let me tell you. So I I, uh, I was I got stung I stung on on my ankle sort of zone because it's uh, you know in Spain it's so hot you know, nobody wears socks in the summer. So even despite pants, there's this little piece of skin, and I don't know why it was sitting there, and I felt something, and I just, you know, sort of tried to uh, wipe it off, and then it, I got stung in, in the leg and in the hand, and I thought, well, well, well quite lucky, because I didn't feel very much uh, for the first uh, six, seven hours, but now, I mean, my, my, my ankle's like twice as, as thick, and it's itching like hell, and it's almost hurting, and it's really, really annoying, so uh, it's funny that you Tell yeah, I don't know. Well, it'll, it'll go away, you know, tomorrow or the day after. No, because, it takes some antihistamine. It's really unpleasant. No, it is. It yeah. is unpleasant. So, but it's it's funny. So that you, so you 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 start today with with the observation of a, a, wasp, a wasp cleaning itself without a hot tub. 
It makes you wonder, how, how, could, could we do like a wasp clean ourselves by licking ourselves clean? Is that an option? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I doubt it because we're not, we're not able to sort of do our backs. True. Yeah, true. <laughs> this thing was so, so brilliant, like completely twisting itself round on itself. It was, it was really interesting watching it. Mm -hmm. and, and also what was fascinating was it, it followed a pattern all the time. So there were, it did one side, then it did the other side, then it did one side, then it did the other side. And it kept moving down. Like, so it was a symmetry, a symmetrical... Yeah, it was almost like it deliberately had a way of doing this that right. would always probably be the way it did it. I don't know. I don't know anything about wasp... It must be um, wasp karma, you know, they give it from one generation to the other. This is the way things are done. You always start with the left pole and then you go to the right pole and then you do, then you do the left pole twice and then the right pole twice. Yeah, I don't know. Which, which raises a difficult question in terms of time and wasps. Mm. Because, I don't know about them, but bees, you know, bees only live through some of them only three, four weeks. Yeah. So how do they pass on all of that knowledge in that time in order to be able to be dealing with it? Well, it's in the DNA strings, don't you think? They're up there and out in week two doing the job. So week one must be one hell of a learning curve. I don't know. I think I think it's just in the DNA. It's just... just that, that it's being a wasp you know but that's what it's all about you just, they, they just know it sort of i think i guess so no, i think human human beings as well as as creatures of the same planet yeah but we forgot yeah say that again i missed the first bit wasps well, it must, if it they're a little occasional as well yeah, the little occasional si silences in our communication. So, but so the listeners may miss out on on very profound observations because it just goes blank. Um, but I was thinking yesterday because you know those when you were watching the wasp uh, ritual, I, I I have those moments every day also that I see things and I get fascinated by it. You know, and there's not in general there's nothing special. Like yesterday, it was a very peculiar cloud hanging over a field with, that was filled with sheep, and they and I thought sheep, what a dumb thing to be you know they were just it's like 39 degrees it's hot as hell I was doing my power walk and sweating and, and looking at these and they were eating the, the driest grass you've ever seen it was yellower than yellow and there was nothing really appealing about the whole field or anything at all you know it's just blazing sun and they were just being sheep and and, and I sort of vaguely looked up when I went past and they don't do anything else the whole day but chewing well, but are sheep indigenous to Spain? I've no idea. It's a good question. Imported? It's a good question. Maybe we can do a quiz. You can, you know, for our, any listener who knows knows about this can have a reaction, and then they can um, they will get a special mention, you know, in the next program yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, that's not, true. Like Reckel, Reckel, garment from uh, Seville, you know. Gave the sheep yeah. information. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know where they come from. Uh, you know, Australia. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, the Highlands. British exported sheep and cattle to Australia, and mm. the most inappropriate creatures to live in that. Absolutely. No, but I think it's European. No, then there's not sort of could could be could be Scotland even. I don't know because they're definitely oh, famous God. in Scotland. You know, the wool we need thing. We to find out for a future. Yeah, program. we do. Oh God, another. Uh, I could do the sheep show. 
Yeah, sheepish. <laughs> so anyway, do you have any other stories to share with us, or uh, shall oh, yeah, we just? Yeah, I mean, thinking of sheep. Yeah, I, okay. I woke up the other morning and there was a herd of sheep in our garden mm -hmm. eating their way through all of my vegetables. Oh really? Or was it a dream, or was it yeah. true? It escaped from the farm, and um, there must have been fifty of them. And the, the thing about sheep is that one of them sort of takes the role of leader. Yeah. And the rest of them just pile in and follow. So yeah. if you have a re just like humans, if you have a really dumb leader, mm -hmm. <laughs> the sheep are just the same. They all pile in behind him, and they knock down the wall in their stupidity to try and get through a gate they all went at once because there's no sort of queuing up among sheep right and they all piled in and just demolished the walls had to rebuild the walls oh amazing what is it um, and they're pretty big you know and yeah. they, they move I noticed they move like a sort of flow of water moving mm -hmm. at quite considerable speed yeah like, <laughs> like there's a you know a herd of sheep running towards you is quite a formidable sight there that you know I've never seen sheep running at me. And they're pretty big. They run yeah, from me because they run, yeah. Not not to me, from me. But uh, th th there we have the metaphor for our society. You know, you have one dumb leader and they all follow, and it's exactly what we we, we can observe yeah. around us. You know, yeah, the, 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 the dumbest yeah. things are going on, and everybody, like, well, I think it's okay. So yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah. Well, so yeah, so there was there was that, and then and then the. Um, I suppose the 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 week the, the week, it's been a while since we recorded the show, so I'm yeah. trying to think when we last talked about. It. We we had a few weeks of sort of um, just trumbling through the mundane. Nothing, nothingness, yes. Nothingness, and also the last I don't show think is it's un, unusual. I think that this goes in patterns, you know. It does. I was I was I, I do notice that. Um, as the as the transition to the autumn begins, mm -hmm. you you you're. I've got into this stupor of summer, you know, the hot weather and just like a vegetable. But because it's now moving, it's colder in the evenings, and because the vegetables are ready to pick, and there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, it kind of refires your head. You're back. You're back in and getting back into zone of thinking again right. and listening to things and reading things and, and I started reading Thomas Berry who I've not read for ages you know um, I bought Tom he worked over in New York but he travelled all over the world he was a, I think he was a priest mm -hmm. but he wrote some extraordinary books including a book called The Great Work and the book I'm reading is called The Sacred Universe oh wow and um, it's fascinating it's, it's a combination of looking at historically at different religious perspectives on reality and mm -hmm. quantum physics and the connection between quantum physics and spirituality and it's really interesting it's a really mm -hmm. good book um, a series of essays really that, that he wrote towards towards the end of his life but he, 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 he did his best work his best writing from the age of about 60 onwards Oh, see, there's hope for us. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, which is where I was trying to get to. Of course, you did. Yeah, it was quite inspiring to actually because I, I was thinking I've not written anything for months and yeah, kind of got so preoccupied with wasps and hot tubs, hot tubs and, and yeah, <laughs> techniques. You kind of forget, you know. Hmm. But uh, yeah, there's there's the the, the, the 
the, the thing that I love about Tom Berry's work is this sense of hope in everything that he brings. It's just massively optimistic about mm -hmm. what what we are and where we can be based upon a shift of consciousness. I love that. Well, yeah, and I, I must say personally, I'm um, sort of totally there. And I've been yeah, in, in that yeah. space for a couple of weeks now. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the program, but um, I feel quite good about everything, despite the fact that the whole world is falling apart. But I think it's a sort of a... Anyway, to my story, I'm painting this uh, huge painting of which I've sent a picture of the, some progress, the, the eagles flying okay. over the... Um, on, on Yeah, I send it to you. On, uh, over uh, garbage heaps. You know, I got this inspiration of... Uh, you know, saw these two big... It was a vision. I had with this strange sky and then so you have these eagles flying over just this this landscape of garbage and uh, it's a complicated painting yeah, because yeah. I'm painting literally hundreds and hundreds of objects and things that I don't know you know what they are like engine pieces and stuff and you know apart from the birds and things but I'm really really having a great time with it and I had the dilemma which I uh, I consulted you by the way about it so should I paint this or should I yeah, paint yeah. you know beautiful still life with two with freshly picked flowers and you know in the sunlight but you clearly said and I feel the same same thing it just, this just has to come out and I mentioned yeah, it to a, yeah. a good friend of mine and he said oh you, should, you, will, you will probably never sell it if it's if it's so gloomy, gloomy and I told him well first of all I don't care whether I sell it or not and secondly I don't see it as gloomy I think it is a magnificent painting you know I've reached uh, thanks to the, your just now pronounced theory of people over 60 I think I've reached as a painter a full maturity this can be used in uh, biographies yeah. yes so he reached his full maturity when he was 64 and uh, which is clearly visible because uh, I paint with ease now you know I'm not afraid of anything and it just pops out things that were technically very difficult and would, I would have struggled with are now sort of like like yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a wonderful feeling, so I'm very happy. But now the point I'm trying to make is that the, the, the decadence of our society and the falling apart of things and of the structural things and politics and ideologies and, and the fact that every, everybody's lying about everything and we all think yeah. it's just perfectly normal and everything we do to the planet and to basically to ourselves, um, I think it's a good thing to, to, to observe the beauty within this decay because it's like you know it's like you can see a, a, a how do you call that a corpse you know of, of an animal for example you know a roadkill or something and it's rotting away and it's in, infested by flies and worms but that's yeah. life yeah, get start, it starting it again is. and it's it's also I think one of the reasons or one of the examples of how um, things regenerate mm -hmm. well, they exactly. go through cycles don't they? Yeah, that's the only way and, uh, they die you know, they yeah. come up again as rotted materials that other things then flourish on but it becomes beautiful soil you know that smells great yeah. and wonderful and that, 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 that hosts the little seeds of tomorrow it sounds all yeah. maybe a little bit corny but you know it's, I, yeah, yeah, I feel that and I think it's important to stick to that feeling of um, how shall I dare I say um, expectancy you know positive expectancy yeah. Which is sort yeah, of what yeah. I have. It's like you know, I mean, I'm watching a movie and I think, oh, this is going to be really good. 
Doesn't show yet, but it's almost there, and it's, it's some just holding. When you see one, tell me, will you? Because I haven't seen a good one for ages. Movies. <laughs> ah, ah. Oh, but you, you, could, you should you should move here, Paul. I mean, after Scotland, when you're fed up with the the hot tubs and stuff, and then then I'll get you a house over here because we have a an open air movie theater. We have another session on next Friday, and we had all, all the the foreigners here in the, in the village, and we have all. We, most of them have intellectual pretensions, so they try to pick really, really good movies. Films. Yeah, <laughs> and the best part is, is the, what you should show them. the pudding. The Lego movie. Ah, oh, the Lego movie. That's a great idea, actually. Everything is awesome. It, that's Let's one. see if they get it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that could be, that, that's a good experiment. Okay, I'll propose it. <laughs> really out there. Yeah, totally <laughs> out there. Fabulous. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> So, yeah. well, um, well, everything is awesome. Everything is awesome, everything. that's for sure. So, uh, well, how's that song go? Everything is awesome. Everything is. But it's a very strange movie. I, uh, I find I haven't seen it. Not just just uh, stills from it and little pieces. But it's it's very surreal. Not for for Lego. I mean, it it has a. It, it's dark. It is dark, exactly. Well, it's so anyway, contrary yeah. to to the the the, the plaything for children. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's peculiar. Yeah, it's a whole other place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of on different. <laughs> it's on different levels. This Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, but it, do you think it's been artist. done on purpose? This irony of, of basically yeah. sort of putting yeah, yeah you think things are. I, right. I, I right. think they're very clever people have done it. I, I, they've done it a couple of times with the Lego movies mm-hmm. as well. I know this because I've watched them with Arlo. Ah, okay. Um, right. He's there looking at me like I'm a nutcase as I sit along with it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it is deliberate. There's some, there's some quite interesting cartoons out there mm-hmm. for kids that are also for adults. I suppose if you're going to go to the cinema and get your parents to take, you've got to have something that the parents might want to well, okay, sure, true. Well. That there's something yeah, like a double, double, double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah. Do send me a list of films that would be good films to watch. Somebody said that Nomadland is good, but I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it either. I also heard a lot about it, and it is very good. And la 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 la. But I'm not. You know, I'm. I, I have this Netflix thing, and I never, never look at it. I'm just too much involved in um, in documentaries, and you know, and Terence McKenna and stuff, and people likewise, and Alan Watts, and and. But it's funny because I watch those things not so much anymore in order to make sense out of things. It's it's more like to have a, as as. as as a diverse um, scale of references as possible, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. T- t- a couple yeah, of years ago, it's I would a think. Narrative from the main narrative. Yeah. Exactly. Just to, just to keep my my mental sanity, so it's not it's yeah. not all just one one road travel information. Yeah. So it's it's expanding as much as I can, but it's not so much making sense out of it because I think that's the, the worst thing to do is to try to make sense out of everything. Yeah. Because that's well, I, I did that with um, last week when I was building the sauna. Right. I was listening to musicians talking about their music. Ah. That was fun. Yeah. So I listened to Howard DeBoto talking about the music of the magazine. Nice. And I listened to Mark Hollis talking about his. Oh right, oh, Mark Hollis. I love Mark Hollis. He was fantastic. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Really. really 
the great thing about all of them, and there were others as well, was that you realised how um, uninterested they were in other things other than just doing their work. Yeah. So they weren't influenced by the no. culture. No, good whatever. point. That's that was just a noise in the background, but actually their, their best work, they were all saying this, came as a result of them just being absolutely in the zone of their own thinking. Totally agree. Their own activities. Yeah, know, it's true. It's true. You know, I... themselves enough to do it. That's the well, that's being confident in themselves. It's a good, that's an important point to make. Absolutely. You know, I, I lacked confidence for many, many years when I was young. Yeah. And uh, took took a long time before I went on onto my own path, uh, and it's great, and it's the, it's the best thing to do as an artist, just to follow whatever you have inside and and get it out. That's that's the advice I give, you know, when now and when I'm with younger people, like in the museum or in the foundation, and, and they ask me, so well, you know, my daughter wants to be an artist, and well, how should should she? And well, I don't know, but just follow a personality. That's the yeah. best thing you can have as an artist. If you don't have your own personality, well, then, then good luck. You know, because what's, what's left? Which, when do you start your teaching? Uh, in October, 25th. 25th of October. I have to give a, a very, uh, like, a, like a TEDx kind of speech that is motivational. You know, and, and I... Uh, after my 60th birthday, man. Oh, what? One day? Well, one day after, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're turning 60 because I'm, I'm way over, so it's about time that you you sort of, you know, get into that song. Yeah. Um, you have time. Yeah, it's just, I mean, so, but anyway, so that's, uh, and then, yeah, well, let's see how I, how I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking on one hand, should I prepare something really, and I think I'm just come to, uh, to, to say whatever divinity pours into my mind, well, you know, given the circumstances. Hmm? Hello? Hey. You're breaking Hello? up. What? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's just channeling it on the day, isn't it? That, yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. Because the energy is... It, I, I truly, deeply believe that. That when you are in a situation, there's an energy that, that gives you the, the things to do and to say. And if you make it like mechanist, mechanistic, you know, and not the same thing. And if you want, if you yeah. want to you, convey you deeper emotion, then you have to use that energy, right? Right. The, the, the wave so to speak yeah 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 and I make the uncertainty part of the experience very true yeah I'm biting my nails by the way so it must be like a Freudian um, side effect you know thinking <laughs> maybe you're hungry <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not I think I'm uh, 25 I'm biting my nails so okay we'll, uh, we'll go into that and I'll uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, there we are. Well, that's lovely. I mean, uh, we're almost on, on the thousand mark on, on the timeline of the um, the studio. Oh, so uh, I think we have another fabulous show. There's still one that I have to put up. But, you know, I had this 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 um, reticence a little bit because I thought it's the dumbest show we've ever done. But now that, that, that we have... It was a dumb show. Yeah, really nothing going on, but nothing. It's like like you said, you know, it's like 40 degrees Celsius. Uh, no, 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 no brain activity. Zombie moment here. Yeah. I, in fact, it's probably better to just have an introduction, a blank bit, and an outro, and it would be a more interesting program. 
Yeah, I think I put them up together though. Like it's like the first half and the second half. It's an interesting contrast, you know, like a conceptual oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just smash yeah, them into yeah. one huge long show, so people can go to the toilet. Meanwhile, they can read poetry, sit in the garden, you know, make a coffee or do the laundry and and all that while listening okay. to her beautiful voices. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, mate, have a fabulous okay. evening. Huh? Talk to you. Let's yeah. say tomorrow. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.